Well, hello everyone and welcome to Gigi and the 561. I'm Pam Barker and this is my podcast. Welcome. I want to talk about catalogs, you know, the little booklets filled with goodies to buy. They're sort of a dying breed, um, but there are still a few. And in looking at one I received over the weekend, I really do like some changes that have come to catalogs. <clears throat> They're filled with diversity of all sorts. The most obvious thing is the models are all sizes representing real life people because people are of different sizes and heights and weights and everything else, but they're very diverse in many, many ways, ages and um, representing, they really do represent the way the world is. And I like that. And it really did strike me this morning. when I was just take, drinking coffee, looking at one that I received this weekend. Um, one thing that um, over the weekend, I, I uh, pulled out a lounging robe. It's very, very vintage. The fabric is really quite delicate on it because of its age. Um, but um, I wish people wore things like that still. Some do. And I know some people that wear fabulous things. Um, but one thing that I really do like, and it's trending again. When I was young, my mother wore these overskirts, they're called. That's one term for them. Over like capri pants, uh, evening pants, cocktail dresses. They're, um, they're made of tulle or net, different, different kinds of fabric. Very, they're very lightweight. They're not heavy the ones that I like, um, the tool is so diaphanous. They're, they're just beautiful, but they don't come all the way around. They are on a band. So your legs move freely, but the overskirt kind of flows behind you. Now they're usually, um, the length of your, to your knee, that kind of length, but they're back. And I love, love, love that. And very, um, they're very on trend, these overskirts. And um, I, I love that. In fact, I have, I have overskirts. The ones that I have are not made on a, on a, where they're open in the front. So I need to fix that. I need to take some of them. Now, I don't sew. I'm not creative in that way. But I can fix these so they do open in the front. I can have, it, have them fixed to wear over whatever I want. I love that they're back. Overskirts are back. Um, there, there was an article, actually, it was in 2021, but it still applies. It was the New York Times did a story on languishing. And I want to talk about that in relation to a big cruise ship in a minute. But basically, they did this article about mental health. And, and there was a term, there is a term that's used for people that are languishing. It's not depression and it's not euphoria. There are two, two ends of the mental health spectrum. It's either depression or, or you're flourishing, flourishing. Languishing is right in the center of that. You're not depressed. You're not over the moon happy. You're just stuck in the middle. 
And that's what they have determined is still continuing into 2022, that people are languishing. They're going about their business. They're doing what they need to do. But it's almost uh, robotic in nature. It's like, I'm going to go to the store. I'm going to do this and that. Uh, Bored a bit. and it's definitely not, you're not depressed. You're not feeling sad. You're, you're just waiting, just in a holding pattern, as it were. Uh, the term used in for mental health languishing uh, was coined by a sociologist uh, named Corey Keyes. He came up with that, uh, and he did a lot of research in order to come up with that. Uh, I found that, I find it all very interesting because I think it's very true. I think we do search and find our own happiness. I loved studying sociology in college because I find, I find it interesting to dig down into sort of what really makes people tick. And it's very complicated, and there are no simple answers to that, obviously, but it's just so interesting in life when you know people that are, they're always uh, upbeat, they're always smiling and laughing, and you know they have things going on, you know that, but they, and, and, and I know several people like this, no matter what is really going on underneath, and they're dealing with it, they're coping with it, but to the external world, they're not dragging everybody down with it. They're just pressing on, and they're they're finding their own their own path of how they deal with it. And part of that is to not bring other people down. I know people that have suffered very very life threatening illnesses that they have survived from, but during the process. They did not want pity. They didn't want to talk about it. It's like, you know what? This is happening. I'm dealing with it. And what else is going on? Let's let's go down that road. So in in studying sociology, that's what I found so interesting, how people go through life in these different um, patterns and the different, different behaviors. Because there are some people that no matter what's going on in their life, it's negative. It's 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 bad. It's not good. Never any never any happiness. Nothing good ever happens to them. It's always the opposite of that. But I think during the pandemic that's been on going on and on and on and on, languishing is such a great term for the mental state of many people. Here we are. We're waiting. We're waiting. We're waiting to travel. We're waiting to see. Um, and good news in Palm Beach County, I just read where the numbers of Omicron are trending down finally a little bit. So that's good. That's really good news. But languishing always, the term always makes me think about the Normandy, not the, not the beach, but the, the, the vessel, the cruise liner, Normandy. I've always loved that. And as a matter of fact, when our son was young, in his room, there was this coolest shop at a place called the Galleria uh, in Dallas. And 
I bought, uh, it was a, like Shakespeare something shop, uh, and we bought him this fabric stretched onto a canvas frame of the Normandy, and it hung in his room as a kid, and he lo- he still loves it. We still talk about it, and I would make up stories about that uh, for him at night, to sitting with him as he was trying to go to sleep. The actual cruise vessel uh, was it, it's it was a French vessel, and it has a very sad story in reality. Uh, the the it did not do or live up to its potential of what they thought it would it would actually do uh it was built in the 30s uh, it was launched in 1932 i believe and the, and it started off on the wrong foot because when when they launched it the the wave created from the launch struck all of these onlookers and people were injured but not not seriously hurt so it started off that way and it ended a very very sad in a very sad way it made crossings in record time from its home base in france to new york and back and forth and it made many of those um what it's compelling to me is first class was designed in a, a, elaborate uh, art deco style and for the time uh, they were so ahead in many ways in all of their technologies uh, on the normandy and it had these three i believe it was three i'm not looking at a photo but i believe it's three uh, stacks, not stacks, that it was a very beautiful ship. What happened to it, if you want to read about it, go look it up, Normandy. Um, it uh, ended up languishing in the harbor because uh, finally um, the U.S. got into the war. Now, it should have gotten in it when a, a, a boat was torpedoed, and but two years later, uh, we did enter World War II. So when we did um, the Normandy was docked in New York, New York, and we seized it. Uh, it had been there. It had been held anyway, um, but it was literally seized by the U.S. Uh, after Pearl Harbor, and the French crew was removed. They had been maintaining it. It's a whole long story about it. What I want to say, what I want to get to about languishing is this beautiful ship that started out to be, and it never really made money, by the way. It barely broke even or had to be subsidized by the French government. The U.S. renamed it, by the way, Lafayette, because of Lafayette's involvement in helping with our revolution, if you recall history. Um, But what happened was, uh, because of a lot of slipshod work being done to refit the Normandy to, for uh, entering into World War II as a vessel for the U.S. A lot of slipshod, hurried-up work was done. Big fire broke out. They couldn't maintain it. For one thing, the hoses that the U.S. used didn't weren't compatible with the connectors on the French ship. The ship burned, and and it tipped over on its side in the Hudson, and it languished. It languished for years it just sunk into the hudson river where it just languished very very sad end for the normandy now they did many years later they lifted it they raised it finally 
but it was too too much damage had been done. It, it was not salvageable, so they sold it for scrap metal. So in my world, when I think about languishing, it's it's the Normandy and what happened to that ship. But if you want, go find the order, article about mental health and languishing and how that is affecting people to this day during the the pandemic and how lives have been impacted by COVID and all of the repercussions from that because it's really a very fascinating, it's not a really long story uh, about, about that term being used to describe people's mental health. Not euphoric, not flourishing, where you're just at the happiest end of your spectrum or depressed. It's just smack in the middle languishing. So while you're doing all that research, you're looking up all that stuff, jump on there and find my books, Pamela Barker at Amazon. I have four fictional novels, so go find them. I have a children's book too. Um, if you have trouble, just let me know. I'll help you find those. Um, look up Gary on All Things Cruise, G-E-R-R-Y Barker on All Things Cruise, see what we're doing. Check out our website, NorthPalmBeachLife.com and our YouTube channel by the same name. I have other podcasts, fictional and non-fictional. Cora is fiction. My Father's Tales. It's his birthday. Happy birthday in heaven, Dad. Uh, it's about my, my dad, living life with my dad. Those are one and done, done over with, won't be changed. So look those up. Those are available on all of the platforms where this podcast appears as well as NorthPondBeachLife.com. Thanks for being here. Let me know your thoughts on languishing and mental health. Let me know if you love wearing overskirts or not, or what you think about the, the fate of the Normandy and how sad that was. Thanks for being here at Gigi and the 561. I'm Pam Barker. Stay tuned.